Welcome to the Healing for the Soul podcast, where we dive deep into the unknown that is all things divine. My name is Heather, and I'll be your guide as we explore practical ways to deepen your connection to the superconscious, develop your spiritual gifts, and learn how to break down the barriers that sabotage us from experiencing our heaven on earth within right now. So get comfortable, grab something to jot your aha moments down on, surround yourself in a ball of white light that is source consciousness, and prepare to enter into a whole new world. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Healing for the Soul podcast. I'm your host, Heather, and today I'm feeling called to talk about the effort that goes into inner work and manifesting your happily ever after or dream reality and how to stay motivated enough to hold yourself accountable to make it happen. The issue most of us on this spiritual journey of inner healing and breaking free from painful life patterns will face is how easy it can be to get lost, stuck, or drained by the amount of energy and effort it can take to manifest your goals into the physical and change your reality. The reason this can become an issue so quickly into the process is because when you begin a journey of inner healing or make a decision to manifest something you've never experienced before into your reality, the foundation in which these things are able to transpire from are rooted in our personal abilities to break the habit of being who we have currently become. When I was sent into the dark night of the soul and I was faced with a heal or die situation, was where my journey of understanding exactly what putting in the effort really meant began. When I say that today, I am able to trust that everyone will go through this journey only when they are meant to, I'm not kidding. This journey is so unique and intense, I genuinely believe that only people who are truly ready to take on the experience of awakening and ascension will even wake up to its call in this lifetime. I also have no doubt in my mind that if you have been following my journey these past few years or have recently landed in my space, that you are someone who has, in fact, heard the same call as me. I come from a background of poverty, debt, abuse, trauma, victimization, and emotional wounding. I once had created my entire identity around these experiences and had even begun to surrender to a miserable fate. Thankfully, remaining in this identity and resigning to this miserable fate was never the plan Source Consciousness had for me. However, breaking free from this identity was no easy path to take. But thankfully, I had been broken down to the point that staying the same was no longer an option for me. Today, I want to tell you what it was that got me to the other side of this identity shift and hopefully lay out a repeatable process that you too could follow if you feel called to. The first thing I did that I know for a fact, if I hadn't have done it, I wouldn't be here with you today. I know this to be true because it is something I still have to do to this very day. Sometimes this old self or old world can crawl its way back up to the surface, even after you do the work. But the process to gain back control and put the past back down to rest never changes. The number one thing that has to happen to make this identity shift is to give everything you have got to make your mind a kind and happy place to be. The first thing that has to occur for inner healing or any type of manifesting to unfold is you going from your own worst enemy to your own most reliable friend. 
If I do not keep my relationship to myself in check and make sure that I do whatever I can each day to maintain the health and vitality of the relationship I have with myself, everything begins to crumble. I know that this sounds scary and uncomfortable, and I'll be honest, it sure as hell can be. However, I believe that once you begin this journey of self-love and begin to get a taste of what inner peace and spiritual potential feels like, there really is no way of turning back to what was. So what does it mean when I say there is no turning back? I believe that once you see the truth of how the universe works, it becomes something you can't unsee and therefore is not something you can continue to turn a blind eye to without experiencing consequences that, in my opinion, are always worse than just simply facing our fears and uncomfortable emotions and getting the inner work done. So my first suggestion is if you are on an inner healing or manifesting journey, and you are feeling stuck or unmotivated to do the work you are being called to do for whatever reason, take this moment to consider if you're being a friend to yourself on this journey, or if perhaps you've been using a tough love and harshness to push through. The second thing that occurs immediately after I have created space to be kind and be in trust with myself is to call on source consciousness and my spirit team to support me. There is a spiritual phrase I lean very heavily on today that I once misunderstood. The phrase I'm referring to is, give it to God and he will take care of it for you. I grew up Southern Baptist and this phrase was thrown around so much that it really frustrated me as a teenager. I didn't understand what this statement truly meant and I don't think the people around me saying it knew either, if I'm being honest. However, today I relax in the knowing just how true this statement is. No matter how big or how small the problem or challenge you are facing is, be it healing for yourself, your financial affairs, or calling in justice for a situation, if you give it to God, the universe, source consciousness, or whatever terminology fits best for you, and you allow the infinite spirit to show you the way out of it, you will be taken care of. If there was something greater than you that was connected to you, and was waiting for you to step into complete awareness of this truth so that it could help you create your absolute dream life, would you want to explore more? If there was an unlimited power within you that could help you overcome any challenge or hard time you are currently experiencing or have faced in the past that you still carry, no matter how big or small, would you let it help you? Today, I see my angry teenage self who said the phrase, give it to God and he will take care of it for you, was for lazy people who didn't want to take responsibility for themselves, was only partially right. Even today, I believe this phrase is not being used correctly. And that is why so many people like myself end up feeling like the weight of the world is on our shoulders when we need to overcome hard times or when we need to get out of struggle and into financial or time freedom. The phrase, give it to God and he will take care of it for you, has more to it to understand than what is said. The only way for you to be able to use this phrase as a powerful spell that will help you manifest the experience you really want to experience is to look at your relationship to all things divine as a balance of feminine and masculine energy. You can also say it's a dance between you and the infinite spirit of giving and receiving. Think about yoga, for instance. Every time you go into your flow, The flow can only unfold if there is a balance of action and focus, but just when you get into position that you want to be in, it's now time for you to pause, breathe, and relax into the movement so that the stretch can do what it's meant to do. 
This balance of yin and yang is found in, I would dare say, any situation involving nature. The minute you become familiar with the laws in which nature operates is the minute you will be able to understand the truth about manifestation and stepping into your true divinity. This means that if your desires are righteous and you are aware of the give and receive flow of how your manifestations will unfold, you are in a position of experiencing quantum shifts in timelines. Let's break this down a bit. How do you know if your desires are righteous or not? The key to trusting that you're attempting to manifest or call in something righteous is bringing your awareness to what your intentions are for manifesting these changes to begin with. If you are wanting to manifest healing your marriage or manifest that your business finally starts up or takes off, what do you believe achieving this is going to do for you? If you believe that having these things are going to fill some sort of hole or void you are missing in your life, then what you are focused on is not in your highest good. And it is not a righteous desire as it is not going to do for you what you think it will. Therefore, source cannot reward you with your desire because it is not what you need. If we are manifesting from a place of lack, we will only receive more lack because we are trying to solve a problem with the wrong solution. This type of manifesting cannot work because we are trying to create out of worry, desperation, and attachment, not to mention avoidance of the real issue at hand. This calls us to look deeper at what we feel so incredibly stuck with manifesting to see if we are manifesting from a place of abundance and passion or from a place of need and lack. If there is something you believe your manifestations will do for you that you are not already currently experiencing, the manifestation will not be able to occur until you work on fulfilling your internal needs so that your attachment to what you're manifesting dissipates. I know that the idea of detaching from your desires is a hard and sometimes uncomfortable thing to do, but I promise you that you will never know if what you are manifesting is truly meant for you by divine right if you don't. The reason for this is because manifestation is not just about having fame, fortune, and material wealth. Manifestation is about connecting to your heart, aligning with your soul, and letting go of everything you think you know to be true about yourself, the world, and your desires, and letting your heart reveal your perfect expression, or in other words, your perfect life plan. Once you are manifesting from a righteous place, the dance between you and the infinite spirit has begun. After you are able to successfully get into a state of detachment, find ways to create internal fulfillment, and allow the necessary time for spirit to reveal the perfect vision of the perfect plan to you, it's time to get to work. Spirit wants us to know that if we give our desires and requests to it, and it is in the highest good for everyone involved for your desires to be manifested, knowing exactly what actions you need to take will become extremely clear. Spirit's instructions will never come in confusion. You will know it's spirit guiding you because you will feel warm, clear, and beautiful. This is the time for you to make plans, share your vision with people you are guided to include on your adventure, and take any necessary action you need to take. With that being said, there is truth to the statement, be careful what you wish for. However, this doesn't always have to mean something extremely bad will happen if your wishes do come true. But... Something I do think is very important for people on this journey to understand is that when you are manifesting or begin to gather the idea of what you want to manifest, it is important that you look at the reality of what you are manifesting and what will happen if it does come to pass. I remember when I first began my personal development journey, I read a book by Jay Shetty called Think Like a Monk. 
And Jay told a story about his time in the monastery. And he was talking with a monk that had been very disciplined in his practices. And Jay shares how admirable and inspired by him he was. Jay would interview him and ask how he does it. And within his interview, something unexpected came up instead. Where Jay was expecting inspiration and motivation, he got something a little different, the truth. The disciplined monk replied, you should never work towards something simply because of what you think it will do for you or how you think it will make you feel. But instead, you should look at the work it takes to maintain and create the thing you want to work towards and see if the work and the effort you will need to put in is something you really want to be doing in your everyday life. Therefore, if you are not wanting what you desire because you are excited for the work you'll need to do to have it, then you don't really desire it. You desire what you think it will do for you. This lesson helps paint the picture of why it is important to challenge your desires and attachments. The first reason is because if you can figure out what need your desires are trying to fill and you find the righteous way to fill that need from within, you may find that what you desire isn't what you wanted after all. The second reason is because without even realizing it, you can be attempting to manifest something you are actually not wanting in the first place or that you will inevitably not enjoy once you have it. However, there is a flip side to these truths as well. If you fulfill the need you believe your desire is going to fulfill and you still desire your dreams, this will confirm that they come from your soul and you will be able to manifest it with more ease because you have been able to release the attachment, which allows you to raise your frequency to one that matches your desired reality so it can be magnetized to you and you can go from chasing it to attracting it just like you are meant to. The second thing is, if you do take the time to really understand what your reality would look like if you get what you want and you think about what your day-to-day would look like and you are genuinely excited for the effort and work that will go into your dream reality, any resistance to the unknown can begin to fall away because you are now going into your new reality with realistic expectations and the knowledge needed, which will show the universe that what you are manifesting will indeed be in your highest good. So... How the dance between you and infinite spirit works is you give your trust into spirit by letting go of how hard you are currently working. Surrender the idea that you know what's best for you for the time being and allow yourself to be a child of the universe, letting spirit be your new parent guiding you through the world from divine eyes. Then allow yourself the stillness and space to receive the divine direction spirit has for you. Once you are clear on the reality spirit is calling you to create, prepare to receive what God has planned for you by taking action and looking for where your ego may attempt to resist the effort spirit will call you to put in to bring your manifestations into the physical. Finally, allow yourself to relax in the ebbs and flow of action and non-action, focusing and waiting for things to be clear, getting into position and then relaxing deeper into the movement planting and watering your seeds, and then letting nature take it from there. To quickly recap with you, the first crucial step in becoming a master of soul healing and manifesting involves making your mind a kind and happy place, a shift from being your worst enemy to your most reliable friend. This journey of self-love and inner peace, although challenging, becomes an irreversible path once you taste its spiritual potential. Next, Calling on source consciousness and your spirit team is essential. The misunderstood phrase, give it to God and he will take care of it for you, takes on a deeper truth. 
Regardless of the problem size, entrusting it to the universe brings clarity and guidance from the infinite spirit. The dance between you and the infinite spirit is about balancing action and stillness, much like the flow of yoga or the laws of nature. Understanding the righteous nature of your desires, free from lack and attachment, allows your quantum shifts in timelines and realities to occur. To discern righteous desires, evaluate your intentions behind manifesting changes. Manifesting from a place of abundance and passion rather than a need and lack is crucial. Detaching from desires may be uncomfortable, but it's a necessary step to align with the divine wisdom. The journey continues as you allow spirit to reveal the perfect plan and vision, trusting spirit's guidance, making plans, and taking inspired action are integral to the manifestation process. Jay Shetty's advice, as shared in Think Like a Monk, emphasizes not just desiring outcomes, but also embracing the effort required. You may have heard the phrase, the destination is the journey. That is what this is all about. It's about making the destination or the results about the process and not the ending or the finish line. In conclusion, The dance between the infinite spirit involves trusting, surrendering, receiving divine direction, and taking inspired action. Every time you are shown the next 200 feet of what to do, you take action. And then when you don't know what to do next, it is time for you to celebrate where you are currently and where you have been up until this point and relax and wait for more instructions to come to you in clarity. If you don't know what to do, it is because more needs to be revealed. And the more you are okay with this ebb and flow, the more the path will unfold and the more you will be able to maintain your inner peace and overcome any type of self-sabotaging patterns and behaviors. As you navigate the ebbs and flow of action and non-action, allow yourself to relax. Remember the manifestation of your dreams is a co-creation with the source of all that is. As always, I appreciate you for spending your time with me here today, as I know how valuable your energy is. If you are ever curious to learn more about what I teach through this podcast, you can visit soulhealerinstitute.com slash enroll now and see if enrolling as a student is the best next step for you to take on your journey of awakening your divine self through consciousness leadership. If you found value in today's episode, I would love to hear your feedback or any questions and curiosities you may have in the comments, or you can reach out to me on social media at facebook.com slash holistic healer, Heather. Thank you for joining me as I share more of my journey with you today. May you continue to walk your path with light and love, embracing the dance between you and the infinite spirit. Until next time, stay inspired on your spiritual journey.